0: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit
1: VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of WrestleNomics Radio. I'm Brandon Thurston, broadcasting on demand, maybe live, from Buffalo, New York, where today is Sunday, 8.14 a.m., October 3rd, 2021. And today in the program, it is the end, it has been the end, of Q3. The period ending on September 30th, beginning on July 1st. We have Q3, trends to talk about, all the latest and of course, television viewership, but also ticket sales, release tickets distributed, Google web search, YouTube views, and maybe more. My, I, my, um, I don't have my tie buttoned but we're going to talk about it all today but
1: first all right and uh i am chris gullo here uh joining alongside brandon thurston to talk about the week of business in the world of professional wrestling it's good to be back i was uh absent uh, last week. I was in Las Vegas. Uh, but you had a pretty uh, pretty special guest, a uh, m- much more prominent guest than myself, <laughs> hosting with you last week. So Yes,
0: we had Mookie on. If you haven't listened to that already, it's in the archives. Uh, and it is on YouTube, too. I uh, had Chris Harrington, the originator of, of Russellomics, uh, come over on last week's Sunday as he was in the area. In Rochester, because A.W. was in Rochester last week. Uh, so we had a talk on my couch and uh, and we uh, streamed it for all to see and hear. And um, yeah, eventually, someday, hopefully we will do a, a Wrestleomics conference, sort of like uh, there, there's the code conference happening uh, this past week. I'm sure everyone listening knows what that is, but it's, a, it's a sort of a tech and Tech media conference. Uh, but no, it was a good talk. He uh, people pick, I saw the aggregators picked up his comments on diversity. Um, uncharted territory is bleeding through my shirt right now. Can you see it?
1: Mm, not really. Okay. Not
0: Any, but no, he, the, the aggregators picked up his comments on diversity. Because you know, that's been, at least on Twitter, that's been uh, a thing that I see people... Talking about quite a bit when it comes to AEW and, and WWE. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good, a good talk. Um, I still don't know to what extent, and I don't know if we're gonna know for a couple of years, to what extent WWE and AEW are gonna affect each other in terms of TV rights. But that's the big, the big talking point to me. Um, we got the W stock open here for some reason. But yeah, there's a, we are recording. We have a uh, we have some new assets here, as they're called in the streaming world. I've heard all these things that are on the screen right now. I'm doing it. This is a live stream that is available publicly, but but it's but it's eight seventeen a.m. Eastern time right now. So I think we're the only ones uh, in the wrestling world who are awake right now. As Chris Gullo forced me to wake up this early in order to uh, record a podcast ahead of. Ahead of let's 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 hide it hide it here. Oh, ahead of his trip to WrestleMics Stadium <laughs> later today, where the Buffalo Bills take on. I don't even know who who are the Buffalo Bills playing today?
1: Houston Texans.
0: The Houston Texans. Um it takes a long time to get into the stadium though because of the vaccine requirement. Is that is that the case?
1: Yeah, so uh they recommend people get there uh by noon at the latest because they say they're understaffed, and also checking vaccination requirements. Um, last week, I was in Las Vegas. I attended a football game at the only other stadium in the NFL right now requiring vaccinations, and mm-hmm. um, that's Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Much more efficient. Now, it's a little bit of a different environment where there's not 50,000, 60,000 people tailgating, trying to get as many drinks in them before they walk into that, the that stadium. That doesn't happen
0: in, in Las Vegas like does in Buffalo? There are people there's not, throwing there's not themselves through room. flaming tables.
1: <laughs> no, there's there's not a lot of room to tailgate. It's weird where we parked was in like some like business complex. Um there's not a lot of parking uh there uh, as far as actually like connected to the stadium. So not a lot of big tailgating and all that. So you don't really have to deal with uh uh you know everyone just trying to rush into once. But even with that, it was very efficient. They were hmm. very thorough on checking the vaccination requirements, Hmm. um, as well as, uh, you know, ticketing in the gate. It was, I got in and out in less than 10 or in the stadium in less than 10 minutes with both checkpoints where it takes a good 30 minutes around that for the bill stadium. What
0: what did they have you, what, what, what are the, uh, things that you can show to show that you are vaccinated?
1: Uh, the clear app is what they recommend. Is that a nationwide thing? Yeah, so it's a lot of uh, arenas are using it. So what I had to do was I had to scan my ID, scan my vaccination card, fill out some information about my vaccination, and then take a picture. So then, it like, anytime now I go to that stadium, I could just use that, and it shows, like, my face and a barcode hmm. that they can scan. So Wow. They so- were doing vaccinations on-site, though, so... So, like, because they, they were allowing, like, if you had one shot, but they did have a vaccination on site. Like, people, if they wanted to go to the stadium, can go get a vaccination.
0: And then go in because you've had your one shot? Yes. <laughs> wow. Even though it's it's it takes, like, two weeks for it to really protect you or something, right?
1: They say you have to wear your mask, you know, and all <laughs>
0: that. But But if you get the but, shot right here, right now, <laughs> yeah. you can go in the stadium. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, I'm glad people are getting vaccinated. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's any way you can do it, right? I guess. But yeah, it's it's good to be back. Thank you, Brandon, for getting up this early and doing this. It's fine. I got my coffee. It's fine. You got I w- your coffee.
0: It's fine. I will just um, I will just harangue you about it. Uh, so you, ha- do you are you seeing the stream right now? You have a lower third. I have a lower third. There are animations going across our names here right now. With our various social media platforms, are you seeing that? Are you appreciating that?
1: Um, Is that amazing? That is pretty cool. I really like this high tech uh, advancements we've gotten here. uh, There's a uh, clock,
0: so everyone knows that it's eight twenty one a.m. There's a oh, sorry. There's a ticker.
1: That's what I was gonna say. I love the ticker.
0: There's a ticker that's just rolling the latest TV ratings across it. Uh, I'll be using this for the Thursday. Live TV ratings talks as well. Um, <clears throat> Since we talked last, I have uh, are you familiar with this video where I've expressed my uh, concern about whether AEW. Sure, people say it's good, but is it getting too good? You, you're familiar with this.
1: Um, I'm I'm I'm, I'm very familiar. Why are uh, you, What do you mean you're very familiar? I've had had some comments. Uh, come on when i've shared uh that content on uh, the wrestlenomics uh, facebook through groups
0: you had like uh, how many comments though like one
1: yeah it was it was like one and well, one i think it was like a second one in like a group but it wasn't as uh wasn't as brash as the guy that told you you have no idea what you're talking about
0: mm-hmm. well that's nothing compared to what happened on twitter um or <laughs> 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 uh it, it, it's it's uh fascinating the reactions we had we had people who 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 got it um people who got it and thought it was f- f- funny or whatever we had people who got it and were mad about it and you know you're biased that was that was that that was a pretty small small portion of the response that one and but what we did have was lots of people um at least in terms of people who felt the need to comment on it, who did not get it, thought it was in earnest, um, just a variety of of people mad and quote tweeting, it, and 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 I think that sort of fed the interest in in, it, in that that video that you can scroll back and and find on Twitter, or it's it's on YouTube too. But yeah, uh, I learned a lot about wrestling fans. I think in, in the course of that 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 process. But anyway, um,
1: I don't know. I guess
0: you want to talk about TV ratings? Anything else going
1: on? Uh, no, we, we can kind of get uh, right into it here. And uh, starting with the uh, the Gullo report, and we'll, we'll talk about last week's Smack, or Well, this past Friday, but yeah, last week's SmackDown. Um, the projection that you have based on the preliminary info is 2.2 million oh. for SmackDown, at a 0.6 in the 18 to 49. You compare that to uh, the week before with 2.14 and 0.55. So uh, looks like a stronger 18-49 and stronger overall uh, bounce back for SmackDown. Maybe the draft caused some interest to go bump up a little bit there. But, yeah, a little bit of an uptick for SmackDown. As I,
0: I haven't looked here. lately, but I, I haven't looked since this came out yesterday morning. This is a prelim, I guess. Maybe I'll look, look into this more Monday when the final reading comes out uh, in terms of, like, is this a disappointing number for a draft? I, I guess um, you would think there'd be a bump and it was a pretty flat rating. Um, this might be it's probably going to be up a little bit from last week, but not hugely. So And they've done some bigger ratings uh, recently. Um, so maybe not a ton of interest in the um, in the in the draft. Have you seen Sean Ross app has a a um, fast national? We should call it for Rampage. Have you seen that? It's not on our board right now.
1: I, I have I have not seen that yet. No,
0: I will uh, I will read it to you. It is um he has so a fast national to explain what's happening here. Uh, so we get prelims which we just discussed for for SmackDown because SmackDown is a broadcast program on a broadcast network called Fox. Uh, everything else that we talk about here though is on cable. Cable doesn't have Fast fast Affiliates, um, these prelim numbers, also known as Fast Affiliates. Uh, that's only for ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, CW, right? Cable, this doesn't exist unless a network or somebody who's got a relationship with um, Nielsen decides to pay multiple thousands of dollars to get the Fast National rating. For a cable program, it's a request that you you make to, to Nielsen. You pay for it, and Nielsen will will collect this information early for you. Um, it might change in the final rating, but they, they're giving you an early bit of information here. I think like this this is definitely happening with the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is on Sunday, and then the Sunday ratings probably don't come out. The finals probably don't come out until Tuesday. But everybody wants to know the Super Bowl because that's going to be the most watched telecast on all TV that year. But anyway, uh. <clears throat> so somebody made this request in in the TV world and Sean Ross app is reporting it. Um, and we have, according to him, uh, where is the number here? 594,000 total viewership, 316 in the demo, which would be a 0.24 demo rating. This would be the lowest rampage of the, I think eight episodes that they've done so far. Um, by a not a huge margin, but but this would be the lowest, both in terms of total viewership. I don't think they've done one under six hundred thousand viewers yet. And this would be like this would be two demo ratings points below the low up to this point, which I believe is 0.27 a couple weeks ago. Um, so Rampage, I forgot that there was wrestling on Friday, uh, but but Rampage appears to have done the lowest of its of its short run here. Um, for what it's worth. So there's and, uh, there's that. We'll find out for sure on Monday if, if anything changes as well for SmackDown.
1: Um, that rating too. That's very similar to the Friday Night Dynamites they were doing when they had to move.
0: Yes, that's a good point. Um, that sounds that sounds right. I've got the numbers here somewhere. We could really test the stream here, and if I if I pull these up in the um, so we're we're is this our first stream from the wrestling supercomputer? Did we do one before? I can't remember.
1: I think it's, I think it's the first one. Yeah. Cause the oh, last wow. show I was on, you discussed that it was working now. So <laughs> the supercomputer was fixed, but I hadn't uh, but, made it run yet. Yeah, but you haven't made it run. Uh, it's
0: running and it's, 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 it's pretty good. I'm so spoiled now that I'm, I'm thinking about getting a laptop now too. That would be better. That's what I usually use as a laptop. Uh, so if we look at, I have a, a thing called Friday Query here, which we're not showing on the screen right now, but it, but I'll just tell you what it says. Um, so the Friday Dynamites did, let's see here, average, uh, the first one did 526. This is, uh, this is total viewership. No, this is demo. No, this is total viewership. What am I looking at? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it, this is May 28th, uh, 526. The next one did 462, 487. So they, they had two that were under 500,000. Uh, the, the fourth one did 559. Those are the five Friday, or the four Friday dynamites. There was another one on Saturday that did much better at eight o'clock, but, um, and what did I just say the number was? Uh, um, 594, 594. Yeah, so this would be this would be still better than any of those. Um cuz the the best Friday dynamite was 559. Um how about Key Demo? In the demo it did the Friday dynamites did 263, 247, 244, 262. And again this one doing uh 316. So that's substantially higher in the in the demo than any of the Friday dynamites.
1: This did too have Daniel Bryan on the uh, show in a match. With
0: Nick Jackson, yeah. Yeah.
1: Brian Danielson. I got to get used to that again. Brian Danielson.
0: And they opened, and I believe uh, Jack Evans and Orange Cassidy closed. So, what we've been been seeing a lot in the quarter hours is um, this late, it opens strong and always declines. So, I I expect the same thing happened here, especially when you got the the difference between Brian Danielson in the open and. and Jack Evans and, and Orange Cassidy uh, at the end. Brian Danielson was wrestling Nick Jackson. Um, I wonder if that's the best strategy. They've been putting on some, you know, something strong in the beginning and, and s- a main event, but with, you know, stars who are not as prominent as as those have, who have opened at, at times. Um, I think CM Punk is his match with Will Hobbs. That was a two hour episode last week, but he was on the um, I think he, they had him open um, I wonder if that's the right strategy or if, or if you end up getting better average viewership by putting the bigger match on later. I don't know.
1: I just think it's the time of the night. I think they're going the old, that's, uh, well,
0: that's definitely a, the, uh, a, the biggest factor. Yeah. I just, I just wonder what, what, what gets you the better average viewership in the end. I think it's like, it's worth experimenting with, but
1: yeah. All right. Uh, um, as far as going back to SmackDown, uh, this week coming up, they're starting the King of the Ring and the uh, it's not the Queen of the Ring. It's like called something the Queen's Crown, I think, tournament, mm. uh, which well, I assume the finals might be a crown jewel. <laughs> it's called the Queen Queen's Crown, um, but uh, yeah, we have that uh, that coming up. So another kind of a for lack of a word, but we're, any better words, a gimmicky thing for SmackDown to see if they can kind of. Up, tick the back where they were a few weeks back. So
0: is the King of the ring going to be happening at the uh, large scale international event?
1: <laughs> uh, well, they haven't officially announced if that, if they are going to have those matches on there, but I would assume, especially calling the queen one, mm-hmm. like the queen's crown, I believe it's called. I, I, I'm like 95% sure on that. I might be wrong, but
0: I'm looking forward to the, the large scale international event mm-hmm. featuring uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar with his first match back. Okay.
1: Uh, all right um so uh you know we discussed uh this week's uh rampage but uh last week's rampage on Friday December 24th the final uh uh rating was 640,000 the P2 plus with a point two nine and 1849 uh, very 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 comparable numbers to September 17th which did uh 642,000 and and that was the 2 hour uh version of rampage from the yes. Arthur Ashe
0: stadium so this was in 2 hours very close to what uh, last week did from 10 to 11. This one, of course, going from 10 to midnight. Um, I guess, how do you feel about this number? Uh, it, it, You know, the first hour ranked number one. The second hour ranked number four on the night. This is among cable originals. If you average the two hours together, it's still a, the most watched cable original on the day. Uh, it, I mean, with, I, I know there are... Twitter reactions talking about how well if if I had CM Punk and Brian Danielson they should be doing X. I, I guess I, I, this is not on the on the higher end of expectations. Sure, this this is the Grand Slam episode from Marshall Arthur Ashe Stadium. You figure maybe you would do a better rating. And I think a lot of people are looking looking back at that that Punk rating, uh, which which was 1.1 million viewers or something like that on the the second episode of, of Rampage, which was one of the biggest. Uh, moments in wrestling history, um, and comparing that to this, which is, you know, almost cut in half. Um, but I think they're, I think this is okay. This is fine. This is not super impressive, uh, relative to what they've been doing lately, but, uh, at 10 ranking number one on the day is, is pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, and people got to remember, too, like, you know, in context, like, oh, it's not doing as well as Dynamite and all that. People have to remember in context. This type of rating on a Friday night on a cable network, TNT's probably ecstatic. Sure, they would love more than this, but I'm sure this is not nowhere near a disappointment, I, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Because who else, I mean, who's tuning in to a cable network Friday nights? It's not live sports, <laughs> like, in a large scale. Not a lot.
0: The real comparison that you should always make, though, is compare SmackDown to Rampage. Okay. Yes. SmackDown did, did. I mean, look at this difference. Did like three times. Three times. More than that. Almost four times.
1: Yeah, you mean the uh, the uh, broadcast network program that gets tons of advertising on uh, the largest That's just excuses. That's just NFL. excuses.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, WWE has a a larger reach platform. That's just where they are as as a media company at this point. And, um, you know, if if AEW wants to be a wrestling company, that's fine. And, you know, but uh, WWE's competition is everybody. And uh, they, they, uh, I don't know if they won on Friday um, last week or this week, but they've been doing well. Um, I think they even beat Big Brother a couple weeks ago, too, but.
1: All right, uh, the uh, we're going to move over to Raw from September 27th with a point, uh, well, 1.71, in the uh, P2 plus with a 0.48 in the 18 to 49. Uh, compared to September 20th, similar numbers, uh, 1.79 P2 with a 0.49 in the 18 to 49 uh, rating there. So uh, Raw kind of kind of stand where it is, and this is with like you know. Uh, I believe we had Big E versus Lashley in a steel cage, if I'm correct about that.
0: Yes. Um we did. I I broke broke this down uh, on Thursday. This is uh the second week in a row where they did a big advertised match to open the show. Schma's finish. Advertised a bigger match later. Uh the week before it was the three between Roman Reigns, Big E and Lashley this week. Regular match, Schma's finish. Steel cage match, Biggie Lashley. Um, this didn't result in the program holding up much better than it, than it has been normally. Um, so take that for what it's worth. I mean, but, but Raw is doing, uh, better than it, than it could be doing against Monday Night Football here. Uh, but, uh, so, so Raw beats Dynamite, which we will talk about in a moment, did beat Dynamite in the demo for the second week in a row after the two weeks before those two weeks, uh, ending with Dynamite being up
1: and uh, they will have the second part of the draft this monday so we'll see if that does anything for them
0: right very true
1: um uh, moving on to NXT uh, did uh, excuse
0: me NXT 2.0 you, you meant to say
1: NXT, yes NXT 2.0 sorry sorry uh, we've got to tell uh, tell, tell our
0: uh, our production team to update this uh <laughs> this this program cell here where it says W NXT it's got to say NXT 2.0
1: uh, so, uh, on uh, Tuesday, S- September, uh, 28th, uh, I did 655,000, in the 18 to 49. That is down, uh, from the week before on the 21st with 750,000 and a 0.20 in the 18 to 49. So I think the, I think the interest in ooh, what is this new NXT is, is slowly fading out.
0: Yeah. They did two, two strong weeks. I was really impressed with the second week, how much it held up. But this week it was now back down into a normal range under 700,000 in terms of total viewership. And if you look at that demo number 0. 0.14, 0. 0.14, compare that to, uh, Rampage, which, uh, last week did less viewers total than, than NXT, but did more than double in the demo. <laughs> like, um, so there's that, uh, it's uh, I I heard some discussion earlier uh, this week about sort of the future of NXT is um, they have a multi-year deal that was renewed in in March that has just begun in fact um, has just gone into effect with that so and I wonder if now that I'm th- thinking about it i never thought about this 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 way I wonder if if term so term one just came to an end which was a two-year deal and. Whenever I go through all the data, I always have to go back and be like, you know, uh, when, I'm, when I'm looking back at like when Dynamite started and I have to be like, oh yeah, that's, well, NXT had these two weeks in September 2019 where they had one hour episodes that were unopposed, yada, yada. I wonder if the deal starts there and and ends two years later in the middle of September. And, and for some reason there was um, the timing of that. Is is the reason why they did NXT 2.0? When they did, if if that coincides with with the beginning of the second term or second deal that we're now under for for NXT and, and for WWE and NBC Universal for NXT, um, just to totally talk about NXT for a minute and what what their whole situation is. I don't think W is getting that much revenue for this, for NXT being on the USA network. I think they were originally taken off the network to go on linear TV for the notion that, you know, Triple H had this overperforming developmental brand that was doing really well and maybe you could grow its popularity and oh yeah, by the way, we, we don't want to compete with, with AW though. That's that's not, it doesn't have anything to do with it. God, no, but, but they wanted to, I think they wanted to compete with AW too. And, and, uh, that reason combined with the opportunity to maybe grow a third brand that would generate major rights fees like Ron Smack down half. Um, that, I think that was the play. And, uh, NXT did not win the ones Wednesday night war. They got handily beaten, um, uh, most weeks in total viewership. I think every week, except for one in the demo, and uh, out of the out of the 70 some odd weeks, I think that they were running head to head and it didn't work out. There's there doesn't appear to be a huge media rights value opportunity here related to the NXT brand. So now the the, the play, at least now, is to, um, you know, sort of hand wave Triple H's vision of doing cool wrestling and to and to really make it a developmental brand that serves Vince McMahon's uh, wants in talent. Uh, we've we've been through a few years at least now. I mean, really, the entire history of NXT uh, since it's been on the network um, of wrestlers coming up to the to the main roster brand and kind of being squandered, or Vince apparently not getting it, or whatever, and things not going that well, and and wrestlers who were brought up in an in, a, in a, an environment where you know there were there were people excited about this talent and they were doing you know a different flavor of wrestling. And even Triple H's own words, you know, it's, it's like, it's like chocolate and vanilla, or I think he made the analogy on one media call. Um, you know, it's like, it's like rock and roll or alter, it's like alternative rock. And, and they're like pop music, you know, NXT is like alternative rock, you know, we're, um, what's his favorite band with Lemmy? Motorhead. Motorhead. Yep. Yes. And, uh, uh and W is Maroon 5.
1: Um, an interesting observation I have, too, is so they just relaunched this NXT brand a couple weeks ago. And you would think, okay, so these these are going to be the main players. This is who we're going to build on. We're interested in this. And they're already including NXT people in the draft. And initially, when I heard that, I thought, oh, it would be kind of the people we really haven't seen. Or maybe, like, so, you know, people have kind of maybe lost titles recently or whatever. Hit Row. Um, Got drafted to SmackDown. Uh, yeah. Who uh, I thought they were going to be a very focal piece of NXT 2.0 uh, looked like that. That's what it was leaning towards, and uh, they're going to SmackDown. So it will be interesting to see what happens on Monday. Like I'm that th- threw me through for a loop.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never uh, really surprised by the things that uh, happen in Vince McMahon's company and his, his product. Um, but the the, the notion, I, I, what is the goal now? Obviously, it's developmental. I guess as far as a media property, what is the goal? Is is NXT in a few years from now? Let's say three years from now. Let's say this is a two year deal. Who knows? But let's say three years from now, when if this is a two year deal, then the two year deal will be expired. Is NXT still on the, the USA Network? Um What's the what's the viewership like? I don't know. When you're the USA Network, you could I guess put that what was in the slot before was uh law and order SVU reruns or something, which don't cost you really anything because you probably own that intellectual property. I don't know if there's royalties that you have to pay out associated with that or what, what the, all the costs are, but it's not an original program that you have to produce. And it's it's probably quite profitable. Now it's probably got a pretty low demo rating. I don't know if it's got a better demo rating than this, which is a 0.14, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I could see NXT being back on the network in a couple years, but I don't, I don't f- have a strong feeling that NXT is going to be canceled by NBC Universal slash uh, USA Network. I think it, it it helps there, even if this is sort of a break even for them for for the USA Network in terms of what what revenue they're able to get out of NXT. Um, even if they're not making money here, it's still deepening their partnership with wwe which is important to them for raw which is by far their number one program on the usa network it's important for them with um peacock which uh they need to grow for the future and WWE is a significant part of of what's keeping people using peacock probably at least a million people who who have who were used to watching WWE stuff on the w network and and now have got to go to peacock to do that um so there's that. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just linear TVs need for live content, as we've seen the explosion of the number of wrestling programs that are on television. We got MLW coming to Vice this coming week, which I don't have in the notes here, but that's we'll, we'll talk about that rating when and when yeah. it happens, probably on this program next week. Hopefully, we have a Thursday rating. We didn't get a Thursday rating because Nielsen's delayed for no reason, no holiday. But anyway, I digress. Maybe maybe the the bar has been lowered for how high you have to jump to get over to get onto linear TV, and linear TV needs um, it needs live programming. Um, I don't know if I know NXT's been taped, but but it needs programming that people want to watch now uh, more than ever um, to keep the bundled bundles together and to uh, I don't know help salvage some strategies that get. Revenue and and time spent um onto their uh, onto their Svod slash Avod platform in the case of of Peacock, so I remain somewhat optimistic. Although wouldn't be shocked uh, if if NXT is no longer on the USA Network a couple years from now, I guess. But I, again, I remain optimistic that that that's going to continue to be the case. Even though, yes, even though NXT is not uh, this. More ambitious brand in itself, uh, in terms of getting itself over it, its priorities, seemingly have changed to serve the main roster proclivities.
1: All anyway, right. uh, it, yeah, so we're going to move on to Dynamite, which was uh, live from very close, uh, in, in our neck of the woods from Rochester yeah. on uh, Wednesday, September 29th, 1.1. Did you go? Million. You didn't go, did you? I did go. Yes, you did go. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, with a 0. .45 in eighteen forty nine. If you compare that the week before with a one point two seven, with a 0. .48, and that was uh, the Arthur Ashe oh, wow. uh, episode. So, I didn't know you uh, went. Yeah.
0: We should we should have had you, had yes. you live on location outside of Blue Cross uh, uh, Arena with with uh, a wrestling microphone reporting live. Our correspondent Chris Gull on the site on the scene.
1: Not a great lo- arena experience, <laughs> really, it, because
0: of the the arena. Or because of AEW,
1: um, maybe no, not AEW. It was the arena, and, and, and it may it may be a like pre like pandemic thought of me is gone, and now like I'm thinking inside of the pandemic. But I just I feel like the hallways are very small. The concession lands the way they were laid out. Like you just you can't stand you know a good distance from somebody. Uh, I got to a concession line, and being a being a vegan, really, usually the only things I can eat in a stadium are French fries and pretzels. Yes. Um, but, by the way, side note, in a vegan Stadium, Brandon, vegan pizza, vegan cheesecakes, really? multiple. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, back to Blue Cross. Uh, so, I finally got in line for something. Got there, like, oh, sorry, we're out of French fries. <laughs> but the, 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 the most interesting experience that blew my mind was in a post-COVID world, we have multiple concessions that are only taking cash, really
0: Well, it is I, Rochester
1: I, that blew my mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean
0: this is not um like what what's the biggest franchise that runs in blue cross uh, am I saying that the, the right?
1: Rochester American yep the minor, Rochester American minor league hockey HL. team, right yeah.
0: um this is not a an NHL arena or nBA arena um for whatever, whatever that's worth, I guess that has something to do with it. Um, what was the live experience like? Other than that,
1: um, I mean, I, I thought I thought it was very good. Vaccination um, requirement, right? Uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I believe so. Yeah. I mean, I, I showed it. I'm just so used to it now, whether it's required or not. Like I went. It was funny. I went to show mine at T-Mobile Arena for the UFC and they weren't even checking it. So like, they weren't checking for vaccines at the at the UFC show. At the, no, it's it wasn't required at T-Mobile. At Dana White's
0: White's event, there was no vaccine requirement.
1: Believe it or not, isn't that crazy? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but overall production was, was, was good. They, like I can nitpick some things like when you're in this actual arena, the mic that, that they have to really hear the sound of the mat for the bumps was kind of deafeningly loud. Really? Um. And, uh, but that may be an acoustics thing. Uh, I was talking to a couple of my friends in Rochester and they said the acoustics in that arena are terrible. Okay. So it's, it wasn't an AEW production thing at all.
0: Okay. We do have eight concurrent viewers right now on YouTube. I will tell you. And we do have, we do have a uh, one, one, one viewer, one commenter saying, uh, I'm just home f- from working overnight. What are you two doing up at this unholy hour? Yes, uh, but yeah. So, uh, but an okay live experience. Other than that,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Then you I, tur- uh, only turn, the turn the mic down. Turn the mic down under
1: under the ring. Yeah, I uh, I, I only stay for uh, Dynamite. You left. You,
0: you left. You didn't stay for Rampage. I
1: I I did not.
0: Why not? Because you had a long drive home. Um
1: hanging out with some friends. Uh
0: you weren't entertained enough. You're you're sort of a you're more of a pro W E person, this culture
1: war versus uh pro no, AEW. No, no. Okay. Just squeezing in a lot of uh things in, in a short time. Well, there were there a lot
0: of people there? I, I, I watched the the dynamite show and I was looking in the crowd and I was like every every ten seconds or so I was like, Do I recognize that person? Is that somebody I know? I definitely saw uh I mean, Mookie was on the screen at one point um, chanting for Brody. There's another point where Sweet Lou and, and, and other uh, Rochester, you know, early days, indie, uh, Rochester indie wrestlers were, were freaking out during the, um, the Jungle Boy and Am Cole match. But, yeah.
1: The, uh, the tributes to Brody were great. And um, I don't know if you knew this. So, this past weekend was the 2CW reunion shows. Yes, I'm aware. Uh, and uh, I, was, I attended Friday Nights 1 in Syracuse since I was already in town. Um, and, uh, the negative one spot was, 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 was very cool, uh, that, that they did at the end.
0: I, I heard about that. So you stayed in Rochester Wednesday night. Is that what happened? Uh, no,
1: no. So Rod, I went home Rod Wednesday night. I went to Syracuse on Friday because I had an event there on Saturday, okay. but the promotion I work for, it's a kickboxing promotion, lace-up promotions. They wanted me to do the weigh-ins on Friday night at like a local sports bar Uh, which, you know, would only take like half an hour. So just real quick, you
0: went from Buffalo to Rochester. You went back to Buffalo. You drove again past Rochester, and then you were in Syracuse.
1: Yes. Mind Uh, you, and I was in Las Vegas until late Monday night as well. (laughs) I'm tired, Brad.
0: I could not do this. This is is why I have to uh, stay in Buffalo all the time and uh, do stuff on my computer. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm staying local all week. My only show this week is in Buffalo. The the well, I mean, I have two shows, a comedy one too, but they're both in Buffalo. So, oh. but all right, we will uh, see. Yeah, so just um, you know, dynamite, a little bit of a drop. I mean, I think that was expected, but still, I I do you. Here's a question for you: Do you see them falling under a million, not including like holidays, the rest of the year?
0: I don't How long know. Can they
1: ride this momentum?
0: All I can think about is what my Twitter replies will be like if, when they go if they go under a million, um, <laughs> and the the pronouncements of, of AEW's demise and and, and soon death. Um, they could. I mean it. Uh, it depends on the content and the momentum of the content, but it doesn't look like they're going to go under a million anytime soon. Um, we've seen that the, the the range of this show is a couple hundred thousand. And, um, it's been since we're, I think we're six weeks into, uh, into the punk era, the CM Punk era of AEW and, uh, since CM Punk debuted, uh, AEW has been number one on cable in the demo on its, on its day every week of, of those six weeks. Um, and it's been over a million viewers every week. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if it did, did 900,000 one of these weeks, but, uh, but it seems to be doing fine and and uh increasingly you know it, it's 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 really close to raw every week um this week in the in the breakdown of the demos uh dynamite did not beat raw in the demo uh, as we can see on the screen right now raw did a point 48 dynamite did a point 45 with men 18 to 49 though uh dynamite did beat raw I know, I know they're on different nights and Raw is going against Monday night football. I know. But that's that's the measurement of the viewership um for whatever it's worth. Whatever you want to take out of it. But uh so there's that and I th- it's it's you know evident that the the difference in the demo is is women in the demo for these two programs. Uh Dynamite's 70/30 men and Raw is more like 60/40. Um is that something that that dynamite can change i don't know will they change it i don't know uh but it's it's an advantage i mean i think it's an advantage that that w has for whatever reason they have a a larger by proportion they have a larger audience of of women and and of people of color so uh and like that's one of the things uh that i talked to mookie about last week but uh maybe a show that will
2: in the hobby it's not easy being a fan I'm getting I was able to open an arena club slab pack and and I'll be honest it was a lot better than what you normally do say you go to a card show and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards and yeah you can open it and look it's gonna be junk you're you, you know what I mean like you know what you're probably gonna get in those maybe you find that fun and sometimes I do sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, "Ah, oh, hey look at some random cards or whatever but if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards Off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net, club.com slash V-O-W-Net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of the Wrestling Podcast Network.
0: Draw women into, into AEW, maybe not, is this one that we'll talk about.
1: Yeah, what followed like AEW way. Dynamite on TNT was roads to the top. Uh, from Wednesday, September 29th, 422,000 with a 0.17 and the 18 to 49 on its debut episode.
0: Higher demo number. I know people are love this. Higher demo number than the next Uh, but way under in viewership 422. Um, it's going to be down from here. Uh, that's, that's one takeaway I can say with some confidence. That's going to be down next week. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what, what, what context to put this in. It ranks, I think, number 16 on the night in the demo.
1: Do we compare this probably mostly to Miz and Maurice because they have a, they had a lead in from a program with the company they were associated with? Right. I feel like that would be the most best comparison. Um, I mean, you could say Total Divas, but Total Divas all usually lived on an island of its own, as far as
0: right. It didn't have a lead, lead in there. from in ring programming. Yeah. So on Twitter the other day, I did I did do a breakdown, um, which uh, if I I wonder if I can just like paste this in here it'll go right over the slide and we can actually look at it. Um, so if I paste this, right click paste, Oh, you see that now? Uh, there it is. So if if people are watching, you can see this. Um, in terms of what did this convert, assuming that we're assuming broadly here, that, that, the entire audience of, of this reality show was the the of the audience that came before it. But I mean, it has I'm sure it's a large factor. Uh It's not everybody. Right. But it's a large factor. So anyway, the, the question is, what percent what what, what was Ms. And, Ms. and Mrs. as a percentage of Raw's viewership? What was Rose to the Top as a percentage of Dynamite's viewership? And um, it's it's very similar uh, so far. We got one one data point to look at here. But yeah, 37 percent. Uh, so that's 422 divided by 1152, right? 422,000 divided by 1.15852 million. Um, that's, that's on par with what Ms. and Mrs. was doing when it, it was the, the, the show following Raw. Um, in 1849, the conversion for Ms. and Mrs. was a little higher. Uh, then, then rose to the Top, which did 30, a 39% conversion in terms of 227,000 viewers in the demo. Uh, Dynamite did 588. Um, there are some differences here, right? Ms. and Maurice, Ms. and Maurice, you got me saying Ms. and Maurice, it's Ms. and Mrs. Yeah,
1: that's my, my fault. Uh, it's Ms. <laughs> and Mrs. I just, um, cause that's their names and it's very yes. close to the show.
0: Um, so, Ms. and Mrs. is a 30 minute show. I think they've done some like one hour specials. But a 30-minute show that would would start at 11 in, in the cases that we're looking at here. Uh, this is a 60-minute show that started at 10 o'clock. So in those ways, it is different. I don't know if that has a huge bearing on what we're looking at here in terms of the conversion uh, rate. But yeah, this is comparable, and uh, we have one data point, and uh, we'll see how it goes in the in the following weeks i have no idea how many episodes this is supposed to be i would imagine something like 11 something like that um but yeah and this is this is where it's going to be i understand uh this time slot following dynamite for the for for whatever this first season is
1: all right uh moving on uh to thursday in which we don't have an updated rating uh you said dude, dude Nielsen's maybe maybe we'll get that yeah. monday yes um, we should
0: we should get it monday
1: but uh if you look at uh, september 23rd at 117,000.03 so uh we'll see if it if it dropped uh, much from that uh Christopher Daniels is now on the program. Mm. We'll see how long that is but uh definitely uh the relationship between AEW continues uh just with with different talent. Um that means we, we really also don't, don't, much we to- don't we also don't yeah. have a rating for the FMW episode of Dark Side. Yes. Did you watch? No, did you? Uh yes, uh, and I could say as a ring announcer, promoters out there, please do not give me your company, <laughs> and uh, if it has ties to the yakuza, did,
0: did, the, did the ring announcer? Uh
1: oh yeah, Arai yeah. Arai took it over from uh, Onita, and um, that sounds familiar. ended up uh, losing a lot of money and owing the uh, yakuza money, and yeah, it was bad. And he died. He committed suicide, he, right? Yes, Yes. and that did not stop, you know, according to the episode, that did not stop the Yakuza. They took his family, they kicked his family out of their house and took over his house and all his assets and everything.
0: Yeah, I think uh, there there could be... I think this is a very untold story, at least here on the English speaking side of the, of the view of Japanese wrestling about really the deeper relationships about with, with to what extent is the Yakuza involved in pro wrestling and has it been involved? Obviously, but we widely believe that it has been to a, to a great degree. Um I just don't know the details of this. Obviously there's a story about Ricky Dozon's murder and so forth, his stabbing and all that, That's, you know, which was, this is by all accounts, you stabbed by a, a, a person involved with the Yakuza. Anyway,
1: this has been the most upfront I've seen, at least on this side of yeah. It's the yakuza's involved. Usually, it's oh Japanese local businessmen and so sponsors. That, like, it, like, usually they skate around it, right? Like sponsors, this, was, yeah, yeah, sponsors, yeah, yeah. But this was like no, the the Japanese mafia, <laughs> like um. But uh, all right, uh, and so yeah, so we uh, and there was no heels this week. They'll be back. Correct. Yes. With two episodes left. Uh, Do you know? I have any, I've,
0: I've, I've no idea. I haven't looked into it. Do you know why there was no episode this week?
1: I don't know. Uh, when I went on Wikipedia, it just it had it skipped yeah. as far as the episode list. So I don't know if there was something special on stars or, or yeah, what it know. was. But yeah. Okay. But all right. Uh, yes. Yes. So we'll move out of the Gulliver Report into some news we got this week uh, with WWE that they're going to host the Royal Rumble in St. Louis. Uh, We got this uh, note this past week in September 27, but it's going to be January 29, 2022, uh, which would be the uh, largest venue to host the uh, Royal Rumble. Um, It's about a 70,000-seat arena used to host the St. Louis Rams of the NFL they moved to Los Angeles Uh, right now really just does. I think sometimes college basketball rodeos and stuff like that, but it's, it's a, it's not as widely used as as it was once was when it was when the NFL team. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is a good idea to run these, these major shows in stadium sized venues. Um, It's probably something that we could have been doing much earlier. Um, I don't know why they didn't, but uh, this is not the first time that the rumble has been in a stadium. They, did the Elmo the Dome, right, in San Antonio in a recent year?
1: Yeah, and they've done the baseball stadiums.
0: Yes, they did a baseball stadium the, the one year recently also. Which Where was that? Do you remember?
1: Um, so I, I, I always get the two confused. So I think that was in Phoenix because okay. I know Minute Maid in Houston, that was – what was that? Because they had one too, right? I'm pretty sure – I could be wrong, but um, I know we've had at least two – of the big four at baseball stadiums. But I believe in Phoenix, they had the rumble was, I think the year Becky Lynch won. Okay.
0: So yeah, this will help them uh, with their live event revenue. Um, And I think you can, you you might not be able to charge a higher average ticket price, but you do bigger volume. So
1: yeah. All right. uh, Moving on, uh, you know, it's a very similar uh, topic. Tickets uh, distributed. And we got some averages uh, as far as, uh, you know, since uh, tickets have been back with live events uh, for uh, July.
0: Yeah. So I just threw this together this morning as, as soon as I woke up minutes ago. Um, this is from WrestleTix. Uh, I basically just did a pivot table on, on the WrestleTix data. Um, so I don't know if, if there's any events missing here, but this gives us an idea. Um this is since I, I I rambled in the beginning about how we're going to talk about Q3. So this this is I'm stopping at September 30th here. So this is this may this is attempting to understand what the WB for one would would report in their Q3 report, which will be probably be at the end of this month. Um, heads up, Halloween time is is uh, is not just spooky time. It is time to uh, do wrestle uh, spooky season. Do WWE Q3. Um, so we're getting something in the range, at least in this count. And again, I got to go through it with a cone to see if there's any events missing or, or, or what or just, you know, some events that he couldn't get the the map for. But anyway, we've got, uh, 370,000 tickets distributed. Most of those are probably, I mean, probably 90% of those are, 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 paid. So if we, uh, but just a rough, uh, quick math here, if we assume that the average ticket is somewhere between $55 and $70, it's usually, I think even lower than that, but I'm I, it's it a little bit on the higher end here, at least with the pent-up demand uh, early on here. We, we heard about how, how high ticket prices were for the Madison Square Garden SmackDown, so it, I would think somewhere between twenty and maybe twenty-six million dollars in live event revenue. Um, again, well, I'll, I'll go through this and do a real estimate closer to Q3 time. Um, ex- I would, I, I think they usually announce this three weeks out, so I would expect, if not this week, if not this Thursday, the following Thursday for them to. Tell us when the Q3 report will be, but I expect it to be at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, twenty to twenty-six million dollars in revenue, somewhere in that range, probably. Compare that to uh, Dynamite. I'm assuming a slightly lower ticket price of more along the lines of somewhere between fifty and sixty-five dollars per sold ticket, and that ends up with somewhere between six point three and eight point two million dollars in live event revenue. Um, so that's what. That's about a a quarter, no, a third, a third, right? Because eight times three is 24. So Dynamite, Dynamite, AEW doing about a third of WWE's live event revenue. Obviously, that's that's largely driven by volume. Um, but in terms of average viewership, I did the median here, actually. We've got Dynamite. In terms of tickets distributed, so this is not sold, but in terms of tickets distributed by Russell tick's estimates of, of the ticket maps, Dynamite did a median of... Uh, fifty-seven hundred uh, tickets distributed. Fifty-seven hundred for Dynamite. Compare that to Raw. Raw doing well above that, uh, nearly eight thousand again to Dynamites, fifty-seven hundred, and SmackDown even higher. Even though we've seen some some SmackDowns that have been waning, but uh, in Q3 SmackDown uh, eight thousand eight hundred and pay-per-views. Uh, I think there's been. I did the median here, so this 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 would be skewed if if we did an average because SummerSlam was like forty thousand, but uh, about ten thousand for pay-per-views, which is right on par with AEW's one pay-per-view of, of All In, which did uh, over ten thousand. So uh, so Dynamite's still well below, in, in Q3, if we took the whole bucket of Q3, Dynamite's still well below um, Raw or SmackDown, uh, comparable in its one pay-per-view. Well, below in volume because obviously, you know, W has, has, uh, in, 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 to their credit, has really grown its, its, its second brand and has two big TV shows that are their flagship TV shows that can draw in, uh, crowds just under 10,000 a lot of times, uh, not all the time. Uh, the W live events have median tickets distributed of 6,000, which we're separating out from the W super show house shows this would include some international too. I think that'd be live stuff, but anyway, the super show, house shows 6,300. So see even that number on a median basis, 6,300 higher than the median for dynamite of 5,700.
1: All right. Uh, So we're going to move on as it's a new month, which means we got Google trends.
0: Yes. I, I, I ran the Python script this morning scrambling to put together some slides here. Uh, so this, this I am confident in this one.
1: You were very um, productive this morning.
0: It's amazing what you can get done quickly with a Python script and uh, an internet connection. Um, <clears throat> so September slightly up for AEW from August. August was this huge month of, of web search volume for AEW because of the addition of punk. And I think swirling rumors and speculation about Brian Danielson and maybe I'm Cole and maybe others. Oh, yes. Um, so we've got in, in September W 810. This is a, what, what, what is this unit of measurement we're talking about here? It is a, if you're not familiar with Google trends, this is a relative measurement. So what I'm doing here is I'm taking the last, I think it's nine months or eight months. I think it's eight months. And we take the, the peak of all the things that I'm measuring here. I'm measuring 15 different wrestling companies. W and A, W are by far at the top. Uh, eight W is by far at the top on its own. Um, and basically, the peak for the last eight months is WWE in February. We standardized that at 1,000, and then everything else is held to that standard. Google Trends, unfortunately, does not give us absolute values, does not give us the absolute number of queries or searches. But anyway, uh, so in September, WWE's relative value of search volume this is worldwide 810 to AEW's 258. So that's, that's like a, AEW doing a third, roughly a third, I think that is, of, of WWE, which, uh, is a closer margin, probably the closest margin we've ever had here. Um, in terms of WWE, oh, the, 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 controversial comparisons that are made between WWE and AEW. Um, so 810 to 258, still W by far ahead by multiples still, but the margin getting closer, uh, compare that to last month, in August, where AEW did almost the same, 256 to WWE's 933. Uh, that That's a month with SummerSlam in there for, for WWE, so you can imagine why that might have been higher and September lower. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, people can see what's on the screen here. Uh, New Japan is up in September, I guess, maybe, maybe related to the G1 Climax. Far be it for me to, to analyze what... Uh, the goings on of, of new Japan at this point. Um, and is there anything unusual here in the order? I don't think so. S- Impact is number four, which it consistently has been across this timeline of, of, of eight months. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm always impressed by stardom, stardom, uh, surpassing ring of honor. Now, stardom measuring at a 17 ring of honor, measuring at a 10. And, g- and keep in mind, I just said eight, 10. 810 for WWE, just to give you an idea of how far ahead WWE is of, of these other players. But yeah, Stardom at 17, Ring of Honor at, at, at 10, um, over this timeline, Stardom has surpassed Ring of Honor, uh, pretty decisively since June. Yeah, I think that that's, there's nothing too out of the norm there in, in the rest of the order. I will be doing a report on this for patrons, uh, with, with, uh, some better visualizations and whatnot um
1: so quick question yes, on this. yes um because i'd be interested to see it maybe you do put it in there and it just doesn't even really register but what game changer wrestling would be doing recently yeah with, you know moxley and cardona and you know we had the nick gage dark southern ring and him on ew and i wonder how game is has been doing on google trends
0: so one of the questions would be if does it even have a google trends profile i mean yeah. I, can, I, I can look up game changer mm-hmm. wrestling I can. I. I wouldn't want to do a query on GCW because that, that has probably tons of ambiguity. Yeah. Um, usually, it's like it, it, if there's a Wikipedia page, there's probably a Google Trends profile. Uh, if I start typing "game changer" into Google Trends, there is a game changer wrestling profile. Um, if we compare it to, let's see here, and there, if I just pull this out to to the entire timeline, which goes back to two thousand four. Um. Oh wow. They did a, a a really high number in July. So if I compare this to the lowest, some like say one of the lower performers on this list, uh, which is let's let's grab MLW. Let's say, yeah. One, one of the hard things to manage here is like, do I have everybody on here who should be on here? Uh, that's that's hard to manage.
1: I would think that would just be the one that I would think is missing. Just show so, how prominent they've been over the last year. Yeah.
0: So here, let me, let me put my monitor on the screen so you can see what I'm looking at here. Um, and uh, let me crop this up. Um, here we go. So what the hell? All right. I have to, I have to, uh, put this down here so you can see it. All right. Here we go. Come on. Nope. Sorry.
1: And by the way, July was the, that was the Nick Gage match, wasn't it? Um, Against Jericho on on AEW, uh probably
0: that sounds yeah, right. I think
1: the Cardona thing was the same month. Yes, that makes a lot of sense.
0: So we're looking at MLW and Game Changer. MLW is above Game Changer in in every month. Uh, this is we can see here. We're in July. That's that's what we were, we were referring to there. Where Game Changer is at a thirty. MLW is out of 38, but let's take one of the, one of the lower performers here on this, on this list here. Let's go big Japan, big Japan pro wrestling, which I include in this. Let's, let's put this in place of MLW. We put big Japan pro wrestling in here. And what do we get? We do get game changer, uh, going above big Japan in the last three months. So that's fair. I should probably be including game changer pro wrestling in here. Game changer wrestling in here. Um, so it's, it's above big Japan. It's below MLW. Is it above CMLL? Let's see. If I just type in CMLL, we'll get it. Yes. Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre. Um, and, oh man, that is tough. Let's, let's get the timeline smaller here. Let's look at the past five years only. CMLL way, way, is way up there in the, the mid two thousands in the, in the glory days of mystico. Um, so no, CML is above game changer v- this week, week before that. But there are some weeks where, where game changer has been above, but yeah, that that's a good point, And that's, uh, you know, <clears throat> that's, that's something I will have to include and in I can include it in this report that I, that I actually do publish for patrons. So there's that.
1: Um, all right. Um, we can move on to specific WWE trends as far as current talent.
0: Yes, we can. Let's do that. There we go. So this is, well, for,
1: I guess, the word "current" is is very vague. So we'll,
0: we'll 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 do this one too, which will exclude all the, as I have arbitrarily categorized many of these infrequent talents, infrequent personalities. But in terms of the, I should probably get Bad Bunny out of here at this point. But number one, as always, is Dwayne Johnson. Number two, as usual. Now, Bad Bunny sometimes had Bad Bunny above him, but number two is John Cena. Number three is Bad Bunny. Number four is Roman Reigns. Slay. He's the, he's the needle mover. Uh, Undertaker, Triple H, Brock Lesnar. CM Punk though, uh, coming at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. CM Punk, even after his huge peak it, with a measurement of 316 in August, he's down to 104. Uh, but still up there. Above Ronda Rousey, Dave Batista, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Big E way up. Uh, Paige, Alex Bliss, Bliss, Randy Orton, Adam Cole all way up. Uh, we'll talk about. We'll, we'll, I'm just going to run through this quickly, and then we'll talk about uh, what the active list looks like. Adam Cole, Becky Lynch, Brian Danielson. <clears throat> so Adam Cole above Brian Danielson in September. How about that?
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting.
0: Uh, virtually tied. Uh, Steve Austin, Kane, and Sasha Banks. Hear that, Twitter? Roman Reigns and Sasha Banks. But anyway. Uh... I have a chat open here. Let's close that. There we go. Okay. Uh, so number one among active wrestlers, who I call active, so I'm excluding John Cena, I guess, in this, because he's no longer active. His 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 guest appearance is now seemingly over with, for now. Roman Reigns, number one, with a relative measurement in September of 179, the closest to him at 104, CM Punk. That's a... Uh, Pretty sure that's the highest an AEW person uh, has ever ranked. CM Punk did rank above Roman Reigns in August. Um, Big E, though, at number three, having won the title this month. Or last, that was, in, yes, was definitely in September, at the end of September. Alexa Bliss at number four. I'm sure people are freaking out over the doll. The doll that Charlotte ripped up on paper on the, the pay-per-view. Randy Orton, followed by Adam Cole and Brian Danielson. Adam Cole at 54. Brian Danielson at 53. So they're doing about half the Google web search volume of CM Punk even at this point. Um, followed by Bray Wyatt, the unaffiliated... Oh, I'm sorry. jeez, I almost left out. Sasha Banks Slay. Uh, Sasha Banks is up there at 50. So below Brian Danielson and Adam Cole in this month. Obviously, this is a peak month of interest for Brian Danielson and Adam Cole. They will probably subside after this. Uh, but But Sasha Banks follows them. And then the unaffiliated Bray Wyatt... Is he debuting? Did he debut in Rochester? Has he taken over the Dark Order? No. Did did it happen on on AEW Dark? Are you sure?
1: I, I'm a hundred percent positive.
0: The Fiend is not all elite yet. Anyway, no. Okay. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor, Charlotte Flair, The Miz, Seth Rollins, Oscar, the unaffiliated Braun Strowman, Chris Jericho, Bobby Lashley, Jeff Hardy, John Moxley, Bianca Belair, and. Uh, Really on the rise here, Kenny Omega, who went from a a 2, 3, 16, 14, 13, 14, 19, 24. Kenny Omega growing uh, in in a month where he had a big match with Brian Danielson for what it's worth.
1: All right. uh, So we're going to go from one super uh, internet uh, entity of Google, and we're going to move over to YouTube, another super internet media entity. Uh, and uh, we have YouTube uh, views and uh, statistics on that to break down.
0: So this data is from uh, Social Blade. If it wasn't clear that the Google data is from Google. It's from Google Trends. That is a Google app um, application. I don't know. Trends.google.com. Now, this is from socialblade.com. I, I am a silver tier subscriber or something. Golo is a ban- he's had it. Golo has had it. He's giving up on the program. He's storming away.
1: I'm using the laboratory.
0: <laughs> I will talk about YouTube by myself now. Um, so this is from socialblade.com. Uh, we here at the WrestleMomics headquarters have have an enterprise subscription. Not really. We have a subscription to the silver tier that allows me to get daily granularity on YouTube viewing data. And what we found here is, uh, of course, WE leads by far, by multiples. Um, so in Q3, just under 3 Billion YouTube views is my calculation. I'm so I'm not just taking the actual number that social blade has because there's, um, there's some, there's a problem with this data from social blade in that if you take a video off of your YouTube channel, that changes the all-time count of your YouTube views that is publicly visible in most cases, uh, and, and is for all these that we're going to discuss. So, if you take down a, a video that has, let's say, a million views on it, your total all-time view count goes down by a million. So, if you if you take down a popular video that is that has more views uh, than views you get on that day, you may end up measuring with a negative count of views for that day. So what I've tried to do is there are a number of days for these companies, for these companies, YouTube channels, um, where I think I' is having a conversation with a significant other right now, but anyway, uh, so I'm going to mute him. Uh, so if you measure a negative view count for a day, um, what I've done is I've removed that from the data set. I've replaced that with Either the average of the median of the surrounding days, I think it's the, it's the 14 days before and after, uh, or maybe five days before, something like that, to get an estimate of what's perhaps really happening here, right? So, so I think this is pretty reliable information now. Uh, so 3 billion video views for, on YouTube in Q3, uh, that's down from, it's down slightly from 3.25 billion, um, Chris Gull is back. He's back. I had, yes. to mu- I had to mute you as I think you were having a conversation with your wife or something. Oh, you could hear that that far away? A little bit. I don't know if you could discern what was being said, but you could hear that there was talking happening in the background. <laughs> I apologize for that. No, but we don't, we don't, that's awesome. We don't care. Um, so $3 billion in Q3 for W E. Three $3.25 billion in Q2, $3.7 billion in Q1. So Q3, I mean, this is a, a, a normal seasonality to WWE that I think is reflected in that in terms of Q1 is the WrestleMania, or it's the build to WrestleMania quarter. Q2 is uh, the WrestleMania quarter itself, but it's the, the only WrestleMania in the beginning. But anyway, you can see a monthly breakdown here too if you're looking on video. Um AEW had its biggest quarter, I think, ever. Um, 193 million. So to give you an idea of, of what the what the proportionality is for WWE versus AEW 3 billion for WWE under 200 million for AEW. So that's like, what is, what is that? If we pull out the calculator here and we round and say 3 billion with all those zeros, um, divided by, let's say 200 million, you know, that's 15 times, 15 times the YouTube views. WWE does fifteen times the YouTube views as AEW in all of Q3. Um, following AEW, the number three wrestling company in the world on YouTube is Beyond Wrestling, surpassing Impact Wrestling. Beyond Wrestling is actually down from what it had been doing uh, in quarters prior, and I think in the I think in the year prior it, it is down. In fact, if we look at this this breakdown we do have this across quarters here if i look here right um yeah they haven't
1: been really active uh in the pandemic world as well as far as new content uh which shows i know they had to cancel their americana show but i believe they did have a show recently or show coming up so right but there's uh,
0: intergender wrestling though chris go is evergreen on youtube you should know this um so, so beyond has, is, is declining. I mean, in Q three of 2020, they had 90 million views. They got 46 million views in this Q three. So that's in half, fallen in half in Q three. Nonetheless, impact wrestling, 44 million views in Q three, down from 151 million views in Q three of the prior year. So that's fallen in what? A third, less than a third. Um, as, um, I've, I've heard that the, the YouTube strategy for impact has changed. They have geo-blocked India. Um, clips are not going up as fast for, for the weekly TV show as perhaps they had in the past. So impact changing its YouTube strategy. And, uh, and even when we combine new Japan, Japanese channel and the English channel, uh, 17 million views in Q3. Um, below impact, below beyond wrestling. Neck and neck with limitless is where New Japan is for YouTube views. Um followed by Stardom with 15 million in the quarter. That that is their highest quarter ever. Fifteen million up from 9.9 in Q2, up from 7.9 in the Q3 of the prior year. So just about doubling. Um, I don't watch stardom. I'm I'm afraid to say I don't know that I've ever watched a stardom event. Maybe not even, maybe I've never even watched a stardom match, but I'm fascinated by this growth, uh, that stardom is having or this momentum and some metrics that we see, in, including web search, including these YouTube views, right? This is, uh, YouTube, YouTube generates some revenue, not a ton, but some. Uh, this is not ticket sales. This is not media deals, but, uh, it's, it's interesting to see, uh, I think AW and stardom are the only brands that really have a lot of positive momentum right now.
1: Do you think it has anything to do with uh, Bushi Road uh, acquiring the company not so long ago and kind of putting you know a lot of stuff behind it? We even saw the in- integration of Stardom matches on New Japan cards. And-
0: that, that doesn't hurt. Um, what's interesting, and I've do I have a Stardom thing? here? I do. If you look at this 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 graph right here, can you see the skull? This, this yes. chart, yeah, I got I got it here too, yeah. You see see these these dots that fly above the average trend line. This this is May 2020 around around the time that Hanakamura dies, which coincided with this big jump in in YouTube views. As I'm sure people were checking out maybe Hanakamura videos or something like that. But even even after that, you know, it, things calmed back down. But there have been some not as big spikes, but some 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 other you know increases in, in YouTube views, including you know as recently as uh, the 26th of September. Uh, where they did in one day six hundred fifty thousand YouTube views. I don't know why. Somebody who's more familiar with Stardom might might have a guess. Um, yeah, but there's that. I mean, I, I, I should say in fairness that the uh, relative to its pandemic year is is doing well too in terms of a lot of categories. I think TV ratings for one. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the the, the story. I, I noticed that MLW appeared to have taken off a lot of its videos in I think August. And then in, in September, those views appeared to be replaced. Um, but MLW appears to be way up having its biggest quarter ever 7.6 million video views. If I'm adjusting and calculating that correctly, which would be by far its, its biggest quarter ever. Um, unless there's something before 2019 that I'm not aware of. Um, so there's that. I mean, we see an NWA coming back to life here in Q3 as they've been doing more events, right? That makes sense. Um, Nothing else really jumps out here. But yeah, if we look at, we can look at what, what what were the, um, the WWE daily trends. There's a few things that jump off. Do you have any idea on, on August 20th, 2020, why WWE might've done 225 million views in one day, which I think is, is probably its biggest ever August 20th, this summer slam time. I don't know why. Maybe the r- return of Ro- Roman Reigns, Ro-
1: Roman Reigns, an evil mover. No, what, wasn't that, and I could be wrong, wasn't that the day CM Punk, came to, no, 2020, last year. Oh, 2020, my bad. Uh, August 2020, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't Mm. know.
0: That's SummerSlam time, so that might be, that might be it. Um, but we do have, so if we look at AEW, August 21st, 2021, which you had in mind there, uh, that is the, the day following CM Punk's return on Rampage. Uh AEW did its biggest day ever on YouTube at eight point five eight and a half million views in one day. Across its entire channel. Um so yeah. And then we have um on the twenty sixth for some reason. So remember all in was on the fifth. But on the twenty sixth of September, six million views. I'm not sure why.
1: Uh, maybe that maybe that's the, fr-
0: the Grand Slam episode.
1: It was the Friday night smackdown before SummerSlam was August 20th. Okay. No idea. Not sure what that would have done. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, and there's impact. You can see the decline there, uh, since, since the middle of 2020, I guess, where they were doing well in 2020, but then have been on the decline pretty consistently since, since July, 2020 or so. So yeah, I think that's it
1: for, for YouTube. Anything else? All right. No, the, 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 that's it. Uh, it looks to be, uh, you know, you already brought it up. I'm interested to see how MLW Fightland does. Yes. Uh, and, you know, with the Hammerstone versus Jacob Fatu match uh, that will be uh, airing right after Dark Side of the Ring. Um, I don't know what this side, this week's Dark Side is. Uh, I didn't watch the preview for it yet. Mm-hmm. The craziness that's been my week. Um, so I'm not sure uh, what the uh, lead-in with that would be. Uh, but
0: oh, I th- Sorry, I was half paying attention. I think it's going to be Dark Side.
1: Well, no, I'm saying, like, which... Um, which episode? Which... Yes, yeah. Is it a very common interest thing? Know. You know, like, you know, or is it, you know... Is it XPW? Is it Luna Vachon? <laughs> or is it... I think they're ending with the steroid trial, which I, I see that one doing probably best, at least in the second half.
0: So oct- October 7th, Bikers, Bombs, and Bedlam. Johnny, Johnny... Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yep. Johnny Canine. The Bruiser Bevum. Yep. Yes. So that's what's going to be. And then the week after that, according to Wikipedia, is the Luna Vashon episode. And then on the twenty-first, I, I expect you as a, as a talking head on this episode. Extreme and obscene. Rob Black's XVW. Um,
1: I unfortunately won't be a talking head on episode, but uh, there will be a lot of rediscovering the indie. Uh, resharing of our podcast (laughs) that week
0: yeah you should yeah you should definitely uh push that Um, can't get enough xpw well check this out
1: yeah we got eight hours of it (laughs) yes uh okay uh plugs yeah so chris gullo on uh instagram uh facebook and uh twitter uh if you're in the buffalo area i'll be doing uh Comedy uh, this Friday night at Classic uh, Lanes, a uh, bowling alley. So come see me and a bunch of uh, really funny comics. Last show I did that was absolutely awesome. Uh, and then on Sunday, I will actually be in uh, Buffalo for wrestling for ESW Riverworks, which actually be streamed live on IWTV. Oh, really? That's a three, yes, that is a 3 p.m. Uh, uh, start with uh, Davey Richards versus Daniel Garcia uh, oh. in the main event. So that yeah. should be a pretty uh, huge uh, show. Um, Other than that, uh, you can uh, catch my other podcast, RTI Pod. We just came out with NWA uh, Episode 2, breaking down the business and the title from 2007 to 2017. Um, We talk about that seven levels of hate uh, matches that uh, Adam Pearce and uh, Cole Cabana had. We talked about Bruce Darp taking over. Uh, Some very interesting tidbits on the guy that Trubich wanted to take over the NWA who – you know, uh most recently uh was in the news uh for owning a strip club and uh a uh <laughs> it was and there was like drugs and everything and scandal and and uh there was just some very interesting tidbits that we discovered while we were uh uh doing the episode including something involving a stripper named yummy. Like that was how they quoted her in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, the things you find when you break down uh, independent wrestling history Yes. Uh, so yeah, we broke down that and so much more and uh, we'll have part three coming out uh, in October. Okay. And it's RTI pod and rediscovering indies, Instagram and Facebook.
0: Uh, I'm going to wrestle on that. Uh, I've heard, I'm, I heard I'm wrestling on that Sunday show for ESW as well. Stream live on IWTV. Um, I don't know who I'm wrestling or what I'm doing. I've asked and I've, I've been told there I, I am, a uh, I think I'm an, I'm, I'm, I'm an alternate right now in case I think yeah, I'm, I'm going to wrestle, but you know, who knows what I might, I might need to be plugged in somewhere or something like that. I've told, I was told, um, yeah, I'm d- doing every Thursday, a live TV ratings talk on YouTube with all the visualizations and so forth. And things of that nature every Thursday at 5:30 PM Eastern. If you don't know already, that's just after the dynamite number comes out and people lose their minds. Uh, that's free for everybody. If you prefer the audio version, that's out there for patrons, too. You can subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash Russellomics. For $5 a month, you get the TV ratings reports that I put out nearly every weekday. You get access to the big Russellomics spreadsheet. Um, you get access to other reports. I'll be doing a Google Trends report that we discussed uh, coming up soon. Um, I, I need to, t- to tell everyone about the NPS study that I usually do every quarter. I'm having a problem with my... So I use Facebook ads to, uh, to generate those responses so that I'm not using my, my organic social media and just getting an echo chamber. Um, and I'm having a... So my, I think my Facebook ad account was hacked. I've got an, uh, a lot of unusual names, apparently from, 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 from countries that I don't live in, who have taken over my ad account. I had over $1,000 charged my credit card in, in oh, Facebook geez. ads. I had to call my credit card company and get those, ad, those charges reversed. So I'm trying, to, I'm trying to work with Facebook, which you can imagine is, is a uh, opaque experience, uh, trying to get them to recover my ad account so I can place an ad and I can do another NPS study, that is Net Promoter Score study, to test the sentiment of various wrestling programs. Um, so hopefully I'll be getting to that soon um, so yeah that's uh, you can subscribe to patreon.com for all the all the latest TV ratings and, biz- and wrestling business news that that smart readers and listeners as well as some of the, the, the major wrestling executives for major wrestling companies rely on to uh, help them understand the wrestling business you can follow me on twitter uh, at WrestleNomics and at Brandon Thurston I'm Brandon Thurston I'm Chris Golo he's Chris Golo And we'll talk to everyone next time.